welcome to Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. I'm your host, Tom Masters, and our guest today is Dr. Les Aria. He's a pain psychologist who's been practicing for the past 16 years with Kaiser Permanente Medical Group. He served as the lead pain psychologist for Kaiser Northern California to help incorporate modern pain science, mindfulness, and acceptance and commitment therapy into their practices. He specializes in treating psychophysiologic disorders, persistent pain, and medically unanswered problems. His passion for mind-body interventions promotes a unique style to help patients relate differently to their suffering and thereby shifting them into pain recovery and wellness. Welcome. Thank you, Tom. Um, Les, welcome back to the show. Um, most of you know Dr. Les Aria is a pain psychologist. He's in the Kaiser system. He was their lead pain psychologist for many years. And he, I get to know, he and I get to know each other about three years ago, and we've done a lot of collaborative work. He's brought in a deep perspective for me on his internal family systems work, um, the whole idea of the autonomic nervous system. He trained under Dr. Dick Gewertz, who's one of the pioneers of the sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system biofeedback. So it's been a tremendous insights from my world. And we started working together about three years ago. And part of the process, we started working with a large group of people, including Dr. Stephen Portis and Sue Carter and many other deep scientists on chronic pain, which turned out to be a common approach for chronic disease and COVID, by the way. So we're here today to discuss a, an annual pain summit. This is our second annual one coming up on February 26th to 27th. We had our first one last year. And the intention of the summit is to punctuate our annual knowledge we've gained this year on chronic disease. So Les, you wanna to talk to us a little bit about the, um, about the pain summit? Yeah, great. Thanks for having me back again, Dr. Hanscom. Always a pleasure. So, I'm always uh, a little suspicious when Dr. Arias says Dr. Hanscom. What, what are you up to this morning, Les? <laughs> well, David, you know, I thought I'd give you the honor here for such a great intro. Hey, folks, uh, truly a pleasure to be back here. Um, and uh, what David and I wish to share with you folks in the world is that we are moving forward with our second annual pain summit. And again, just to repeat that is, uh, I think it'll be in the show notes with the website. And um, if you go to opencenter.org, that's O-P-E-N center, C-E-N-T-E-R.org. And in the search box, just type in pain summit, you'll see David's mugshot and my mugshot. And uh, our good colleague, Dr. David Clausen will be also moderating this pain summit. Again, it's on Saturday, uh, and Sunday, February 26th and 27th. And the cool thing about this is, uh, David, we're offering continuing education for providers, physicians, physical therapists, psychologists, and so on. And we also want this to be, David and I want it to be, have it open to the public. So those who wish to kind of learn, those who are struggling with chronic pain, you will come in here two days of in-depth and very advanced modern pain science on how we can actually get into pain recovery. But this two-day summit really emphasizes on two things. And David can help me expand on this. So day one, we're talking about the physiological, the physiology of threat. So, um, and then day two, we're talking about mental control and how that perpetuates the threat response. 
And in summary, these two days are going to open your eyes to a new way of looking at, at healing chronic pain. And it's hard for us to put into words what we're trying to convey, because if someone has a flow, like Les said, there's many heavy hitters in here. But what's been happening over the last couple of years, we, we've been meeting now for two years, is that we meet on the first and third Wednesday of the month. We have the very deep research that's been there for many years with is now coming to clinical awareness. So the clinicians are sort of stunned about what's been there for many, many years. And the researchers are interested in knowing, well, why don't the, re the clinicians know this? So the word that the clinicians have used is sort of breathtaking to understand what's really going on behind chronic disease. So it turns out there really is a common basis for all chronic disease, including chronic pain, chronic mental pain, chronic physical pain. And for instance, on the first day is called the physiology of threat. Um, we have a Dr. Halloris, who's one of the absolute pioneers in psychoneuroimmunology. Mm -hmm. You go, well, what does that mean? Well, again, we had multiple speakers this year pointing out that your environment or circumstances or stresses translate into neurochemical changes in your body and create symptoms. So it turns out anxiety, depression, and the mental disorders, as well as cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's, et cetera, all have the same common basis. And we've had another doctor out of San Diego area talk to us about the mitochondria, which are super small organelles in the cells. He is not one of the speakers, but he also deep in understanding that the common basis of disease goes right down to the cells. Um, we also have a Dr. Eisenberger out of UCLA talking to us about how emotional pain and physical pain are processed the same way, same reaction. And you know, a lot of us suppress emotional pain. Why? Because it actually, it actually hurts and it goes to the same circuits in the brain and it actually does hurt. And Dr. Arya has a quotable quote, which I think he does acknowledge other people taught it to him about welcoming in the unwelcome, right, Dr. Arya? That's absolutely right, David. I was going to slide in another one. What you don't express gets impressed in the body. <laughs> Is it too early in the morning to do this, David? <laughs> right. So um, fortunately, we have some serious speakers at the summit that will actually tell you the actual details of what's going on. But the idea is that what we're excited about is that we have deep researchers that these silos of research are now, are now talking to each other, which is really giving them more clinical relevance to each other's research, but also to the clinicians and vice versa. So again, as a clinician, we're sort of overwhelmed with the knowledge. And this is our punctuation point for our one year's worth of knowledge. Um, we have Dr. Carter, who is Dr. Stephen Portis's wife, or we'll say Dr. Portis is Sue Carter's husband. Yes. <laughs> we'll put it that way. But both of them have been very deeply involved in showing us that oxytocin, for instance, is not only a social bonding drug, but also anti-inflammatory. That's why social connection is such a huge factor in treating chronic disease. So again, the process is the summons for providers also deepen their knowledge about how chronic disease and chronic pain works. It's also for the patients as we also know that as you understand more about chronic disease and pain, as you engage in treatments, that word why is a pretty big deal. So we have Dr. Portis, Dr. Carter. We also have Dr. Gewurz, who is Dr. Arya's mentor. You want to talk about Dr. Gewurz for a second, Les? I think he's, I'm just a total fan of his, as you know. I, you know, often when you go, when you go through training, um, I'm sure, David, you've been through this, you never realize how maybe famous or impactful your mentors are. 
and um, and maybe I was a knucklehead. I didn't quite appreciate um, the the breadth of in amazingness of Dr. Richard Gewurz. Um, and Dr. Gewurz, I still can't call him by his first name, just to let you know that. And so much I respect him. Um, and Dr. Gewurz is a world-renowned um, psychophysiologist, either clinician and a psychologist, and is really famous for biofeedback, heart rate variability. And one of the things that he's really famous even more so now about was basically the model of pain, uh, muscle pain that is, and shown that you know sometimes when there are no um, tissue damage or structural issues, sometimes when we're hurting, it's the sympathetic uh, nervous system. And he actually did uh, some studies on this to show that it's the muscle tension we feel that we tend to attribute to damaged nerves and structural issues are really coming from the sympathetic system. And he has a great protocol on learning using biofeedback to calm, to calm the, the whole mind and body down through the vagus nerve, through the parasympathetic system. And it's really powerful to realize that it's not just this mind-body kind of conceptualization, there's solid science behind it. So Gewurz has been a mover in the mind-body science here. Well, what I'm fascinated by is an orthopedic surgeon, and we were trained for structure, 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 and 90% of the body's symptoms are from the body's physiology or how the body runs. And what Dr. Gewurz has done, he's actually showed you ways you can actually quantitate and measure that. Um, we also have Dr. Steve Overman, who's a 30-year rheumatologist, who said 30 years ago, he's going, Dave, this is an inflammatory disorder. And I go, What? are you talking about? It turns out he was 30 years ahead of his time. He's been all over this for a long time. Mm. So he's going to give a nice summary talk at the end of the day. And finally, there's a doctor, well, Dr. Eisenberg, again, is out of Dr. Cole's lab at UCLA, who really talks about the emotional pain versus the physical pain. And Dr. David Clausen is a physiatrist out of Seattle who <clears throat> we're just sort of all impressed with. He just has a capacity to take evolutionary biology and look at clear up to clinical medicine today and include everything in between in a really remarkable way. We were just fascinated with his knowledge base. <clears throat> he also, his talk is called from the mud up. So anyway, on the first day, um, we're going to talk about this concept of dynamic, dynamic healing of the body's response to your circumstances and stresses. So you have the stresses, you have your actual coping capacity, then you have your body's physiology. And anytime that your stresses overwhelm your coping skills, you go into threat physiology and you can't heal. And when it's sustained, you get diseases. And so the essence of disease is sustained exposure to threat physiology. And the essence of healing is maximizing your exposure to safety because you can't heal when you're trying to survive. You're consuming resources to survive. You need to feel safe to regenerate and heal. So the first day really goes into very deep detail in several different silos on the physiology of threats. And, uh, and Dr. Aria <clears throat> will be talking more about how it works and uh, actually how you approach it philosophically. So Dr. Aria, what are you doing the second day? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so day two is great because this is uh, just to piggyback from what you just said. Mm -hmm. if, if we have this chronicity of the survival mode, Right, that continues to activate the threat response in our body system. And you know, you've tried the traditional med medical merry-go-rounds, what I call it, and maybe you know, $50,000 later, five years later, you're still stuck in the same place. 
And so day two really steps in to discuss in the summit about, and this is the title of day two, is mental control perpetuates the body's threat response. What does that mean, mental control perpetuates? Wait a minute. Does that mean that, that if I try to get rid of my pain, things get worse? Actually, kind of, yes. And the day uh, starts with um, a phenomenal uh, speaker, uh, a big hitter, Dr. Stephen Hayes. Dr. Stephen Hayes is the reason why I practice um, acceptance and commitment therapy. And think about this, Dave, just to kind of tease you a little bit. We've been through this where sometimes when something is not going right, we try harder and harder. And the harder and harder we try to get rid of something, we seem to actually go deeper and deeper into the problem, may that be anger or fear. And we tie that into pain when you have something that shows up, maybe you're having a flare up and you're trying to figure out how to get rid of it because you don't want to deal with it. Dr. Stephen Hage walks you through evidence-based treatment that shows you why mental control is the problem. The more you try to resist, David, ready? The more well, resist. I'm excited about this because I've said this for a decade or so is that the doc journey, the process that I put out in my book and different things I do with my patients is basically the closest to acceptance and commitment therapy. Mm-hmm. And Freud said this over hundred years ago that the essence of healing is learning to be with your pain. And so to have basically one of the, he is the founder of acceptance and commitment therapy. So I'm super excited to hear him. I've not met him yet. And, uh, you know, it's really, again, going back to my day where, you know, emotional pain hurts. Why do you want to hurt? And so we don't, we suppress it. So understanding how to, you've used the word pendulate, Dr. Aria, which I still can't quite understand. What, can you explain pendulation for us? So acceptance commitment therapy is about pendulation. And what does that word mean, Dr. Aria? Yeah, it's basically, to put it in simple terms, it's swinging between uh, awareness and not getting caught up in what is showing up. Meaning that what acceptance and commitment therapy really does is exposure therapy, which then, so we're often not wanting to deal with our difficult thoughts, emotions, and physical sensations. And what acceptance and commitment therapy does is it basically gets you to take a look at what is showing up inside of you without getting caught up in it and being able to pause, step back, and shift into how do you wish to live your life called values. So it's a mindfulness-based intervention with values. No, I'm excited about that. And then Dr. Wager, um, he's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know what I like about uh, Tor Wager is that the dude is just amazing. He's so amazing because he takes the complexity of the brain and dumbs it down for us. So I really love that part. Right. He is far beyond uh, the average person to, the, the, to explain something so complex with all his brain studies he's done. And he's also... Uh, a leader in explaining, you know, why we have chronic pain and how the psychology plays into the physiology and how the physiology plays into the psychology of the pain. Yeah, no, he's he's considered one of the top neuroscientists in the world right now. And then our, um, yeah, he's been, he's been a huge addition to our group and we just struggle to understand what he has to say, but he is promised <laughs> us and brings us down to the English language when he talks to us at this group. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. and I want to talk about Howard Schumer for a second. I'll let you talk about Yoni, but Howard's my mentor. And he's a person who back in 2011 introduced me to the whole idea of mind-body syndrome about how the body can express emotional pain with physical symptoms. Yeah. And at the time I heard his talk, I was having 17 of them at the same time. 
my wife goes up to him and goes, you know, I have this friend of mine who's having all these physical symptoms. <laughs> and he looks at her and goes, you mean your husband? <laughs> <laughs> He's too sharp. Anyway, Howard's a wonderful guy. He has some remarkable approaches to chronic disease. Yeah. He's a leading researcher right now in the world of chronic pain. He's going to talk about what's called predictive coding, which is how consciousness works. And when your predictions don't match reality and vice versa, your body re reacts. And so again, his concept of predicting coding is really, really powerful. And you'll, plus he's a great speaker. He's actually funny. He really, he really is. And, and uh, I think he's funnier than you, David, but I'm not quite sure. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. And one of the folks, most, most of you may not realize this, and David is very humble. David is actually, uh, I consider him one of my mentors. And so, and along with Dr. Howard Schubiner, yes, David, believe it or not, I do. Okay, I'm going to sit with that for a second. Yeah, just, just go ahead and cash that. I'm, not, I'm, not sure that I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do some acceptance and commitment therapy on myself. There you go. There you go. So, um, so yes, Howard Schubiner, we have. So we have Stephen Hayes, Tor Wagger. Um, we have Howard Schubiner, who is really phenomenal in explaining chronic pain um, syndromes here. And then what we also have in the other part of the morning is uh, the world-renowned study that came out, the randomized control study that's quite famous now, uh, conducted by Yoni Ashar, or Dr. Ashar. And Yoni's a pretty um, amazing guy in, in this field because he is with his group with Dr. Schubiner, Alan Gordon, and several other researchers who completed a recent study that was published in the Journal of American Medical Association, JAMA. And they showed that pain can be reversed. Sit with that. That pain can be reprocessed and you can shift into life, back to life. How do they do that? Again, this is using the mind-body therapies as opposed to the traditional ways of focusing on the pain of structure or nerves or tissue damage. So it's really mind-boggling because it shows you that before and after when they did MRI scans of the brain, people who actually accepted and moved and used these mind-body therapies actually got better. And, and David, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was about 66% out of the uh, 200 patients who were engaged in this got. That's pretty high. That's higher than opioids. That's higher than traditional um, physical therapy. Not that that's uh, something you shouldn't do, but just in tradition of looking at how to heal chronic pain, this study uh, done by Dr. Yoshi Ashar really highlights how pain can be healed and he's a great speaker and looking forward to hearing from him well one of the principles of treating chronic pain is that i learned this a few years ago it's called the complexity theory mm -hmm. and chronic pain is complex and medicine right now is, is basically in general due to time constraints and other things just throwing random simplistic solutions at a complex problem so the patient the pain reprocessing therapy takes into account that whole process of the complexity of pain and there's many approaches that also works, but his epitomizes the fact that this can be done, is possible, chronic pain is considered unsolvable, and all of us in this group disagree. But I also want to um, go to Dr. Alan Abbas, who, who I think is the leading researcher right now as far as his peer academics. He's a psychiatrist out of Halifax. He's also six foot nine. He sent me a video a few months ago about him dunking a basketball. And he's not 20 years old anymore. And uh, he's just a remarkably interesting guy. And Howard Schumer actually considers Alan Abbas one of his mentors as he does a therapy called intermittent short-term dynamic psychotherapy. And again, going right at the whole body, going at the complexity of it. He's incredibly smart. He also is a person who quantitated the different 
physical manifestations by body regions of chronic stress. So he talks about skeletal muscle, smooth muscle, the nervous system. So he's remarkably clear and extremely excited to have him on board also. Then I introduced this really famous speaker, Dr. Les Aria. <laughs> you want to talk about yourself, Dr. Aria? Not really, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I am one of the speakers. And um, as much as David teases me, uh, one of the things I really want to show everyone is how do you, given all this knowledge, we're talking about threat, 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 and control is uh, a problem when we try to get rid of the pain. So then what is the solution? And so in my talk, um, I'll basically walk you through how I've been working with patients to minimize the threat physiology, which impacts the, you know, the psychological threats and vice versa. And so just some practical tools, and I'm hoping to do maybe a demonstration just to show you that when you welcome the unwelcomed, you start to expose yourself and desensitize and retrain your nervous system toward pain recovery. So I've been training Dr. Aria because he has to welcome in my really bad sense of humor almost every morning in some way, shape, or form. That's true. <laughs> so he's getting really good at this. So he'll he'll give a good talk. Anyway, the other thing though, what is, can you share, we have a little bit, just a second here. I mean, what's fascinating to me, he's been using, again, Dr. Gewurz is one of the pioneers in the sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system. He's worked with Dr. Portis and Dr. Carter. He's also trained less. But in your office, can you just briefly relate how you actually use this tool in your office? Because I'm sort of stunned by how quickly, by, by people understanding how they can regulate their autonomic nervous system, how quickly they can actually change symptoms. Yeah, actually, I think one of the simplest ways to explain to the audience here today is that I use a biofeedback instrument to identify your heart rate variability. And what is that? HRV is a biomarker of how well, how healthy a nervous system is. So sometimes people say, hey, I'm feeling better, or, or they report to me they're not feeling better. When I get a measure using a biofeedback instrument of uh, taking a look at their breathing rate, their heart rate, and other markers, uh, whether in the office, this is pre-COVID, I'm able to identify how, this is gonna sound weird, but how sick their nervous system is. I'll give you an example. When your HRV, heart rate variability, again, a measure of how healthy your nervous system is, when it's very low, it's below 50, for example, this is just an example, not an arbitrary number, but below 50, it lets us know that you're under duress, you're under chronic threat, you're in survival mode, which means how is it possible for your mind and body to heal? Think about it. When you're under stress, can you have a portal to compassion? No, it's pretty hard. The door is closed. So I use this biofeedback instrument to basically measure the heart rate variability uh, before, during, and after my treatments. It also promotes a sense of self-control in the sense that when you slow your breathing down, it becomes the volume control of your nervous system. So breath work, meditation, and a variety of other psychological tools I use actually help communicate a sense of safety. And through that lens of safety, people get better. And you've had patients right there in your office after years of pain, like migraines and stuff actually resolve the symptoms right there, right? Yes, absolutely. I, I got to tell you this, the, the funniest one was a, a lady who came in with a wheelchair and she was just crippled with fibromyalgia, headaches, migraines, and she wasn't going to have it uh, that day. And she's like, great, I got to see a head guy. And then I said, wow. Um, you know, it's a, it's a Friday afternoon, it's 4 p.m. It's just, I'm like, great. So uh, she didn't have a great attitude. And I thought I just wanted to just get to know her a little bit. 
And by the time we got down in 20 minutes, um, I did a few things with her as opposed to do the traditional intake. I thought, let me just show her how we can actually experience a shift in the nervous system, which then shifts your physiology, uh, your psychology for that matter. And she basically in that moment felt a 50% drop in her sensations in her body. And she was a little bit confused. And this is what the summit is about. It's about to show you that the truth of pain, chronic pain can be healed and with certain interventions, but it starts with, do you realize how much threat you're under? And do you realize how trying to get rid of pain actually is the problem? And the summit walks you through a variety of different conceptualizations and um, suggestions. And then, Les, do you want to discuss um, Dr. Sachs, who's yeah, you know, he's a, quite a player also. Yeah. So Nicole Sachs is, most of you uh, may know her, and if you don't, um, you're going to get to know her. She is animated, love, just a lovely human being, and she is world famous for expressive writing. And uh, her talk is going to be great because it's on how expressive writing creates a sense of safety. And Dr. Uh, so Nicole Sachs, uh, she's a licensed clinical social worker who has really, really um, studied Sarno's work and just taken it uh, to another level. And she has a podcast, YouTube videos. So what I like about her is she really makes the process of writing, uh, expressing emotions very, very fluid and easy. And uh, she's written books, and uh, this is just a, an amazing person to go a little bit deeper than what you may have known about expressive writing. So she gets a little bit into the waters of how to create safety as you're writing this expressive um, emotions here. So our last speaker is Dr. Bruce Lipton, who's a friend of mine, and we've been collaborating now for about five years, especially the last two. And I read his book, Biology of Belief, many years ago, and I'm going, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's a cell biologist and he's about 50 years ahead of his time. And I just didn't figure this out till maybe this last year. As we've gone through this round table, um, his point has been it, it, what you believe actually changes your body's chemistry. It changes your cell biology. It changes your genetic expression and it causes epigenetic changes in your DNA. Mm -hmm. And so what's been fascinating that every month we do this bi-monthly meeting the data keeps proving him right proving him right proving him right and so dr cole for instance out of ucla showed that chronic stress actually causes the production which called warrior monocytes which are killer white blood cells that actually destroy the tissues this is one small example so there are hundreds of research papers actually supporting his viewpoint and one of his main viewpoints is that humans are alive we respond to the environment, we have chemical changes that create symptoms. And humans have consciousness, which belief systems actually change your body's physiology in a way that can be very positive. Unfortunately, a lot of us have a negative survival standpoint that makes us sick. So as I've talked to him over the last year, particularly, I cannot, he, his talk sort of encapsulates the entire effort they were trying to do. And again, we're trying to help you understand that we're just dig, digging so deep into this material, we don't know really what party to do with it. We're excited that as we bring it out in the, into the clinical realm, we've seen lots of successes. Um, but Bruce's approach is really remarkable. And I want to finish the didactic part of this discussion off with one comment that he made, is that anxiety and frustration are just hardwired survival responses that every living creature has. Humans have a name for it that we call it anxiety, and you can't control it. It's automatic. My cat has it. Your dog has it. Mm -hmm. 
And trying to change is like talking to the hard drive of, of a computer. It's an unconscious survival response. Yeah. But his point being, you can't reason with it, but you can reprogram it. Yeah. And so again, it's repetition, it's learning skills, it's changing the brain. Um, and so once you understand the basic science, the de-basic neuroscience of this, the bringing this into the clinical realm, chronic pain, actually chronic disease, a lot of it becomes incredibly solvable. So yeah. Dr. Arias, since this is my podcast, <laughs> but, you're, but you're my guest, you get to have the last word. Wow. Uh, <laughs> this is, uh, we've got this on record here. <laughs> um, one of the things I, I do want to say is um, I'm excited about this. One of the questions I get frequently by my colleagues my patients, a bit, who's this? Um, who's this program for? This the second pain summit um, that we're holding. This is for anyone um, who's in healthcare professions who treat chronic pain. That includes your primary care physicians. So let them know about it. And administrators who of healthcare places may need to know this because this is a cost-effective way of really understanding how to better treat chronic diseases in general. Wellness coaches, uh, people who are caregivers of folks with chronic pain and, and those who actually are afflicted with chronic pain, workers' comp folks. Um, and also, I do want to emphasize, David, uh, we want people to really recognize that this is cutting edge and it's going to be fun because I, just to steal from you, that this is a thread. So each lecture builds on each other, each day builds on the next. And please remember that there's continued education if you're a health profession for nurses, psychologists, physicians, uh, physical therapists, chiropractors, and other allied health professions. So we look forward to seeing you there. You will have lots of David and my um, uncanny jokes to be part of that for free. And uh, do check out opencenter.org. Well, listening to our jokes isn't exactly free because it's, it's painful for them. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm experts in pain recovery. <laughs> so I'm going I'm, to, I won't make this the last word, but I will say if you're a person suffering from chronic pain and not a medical person, don't be intimidated by the level of speakers because what happens is we have also found out that as you understand the reasons why you engage in the treatments, mm -hmm. there's a much better chance that you'll engage in a number one. And for me personally, for instance, what Dr. Ari has taught me that just breath work to me, I'm going as a surgeon, whatever. <laughs> but when, I'm, when I now know that I'm actually stimulating the vagus nerve, which is anti-inflammatory, it makes a huge difference. I have a mental link about this breathwork actually causes this response to my body. It makes a huge difference. So as you deepen your understanding of chronic disease in general, um, it'll help you heal. Yeah, absolutely. And David, like you said, and since I'm going to have the last word, be kind to yourself. And we have to be here. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dr. Aria. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. And uh, we'll see you at the summit. I'd like to thank our guest, Dr. Les Aria, for being on the show today and for giving us a preview of the guest speakers and topics that will be featured in the second annual Chronic Pain Summit that he and David Hanscom, along with Dr. David Clausen, will be hosting February 26th and 27th. I'm your host, Tom Masters, reminding you to be back next week for another episode of Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. And in the meantime, be sure to visit the website at www.backincontrol.com. Thanks for listening today and join us next week for Back in Control Radio.